Listener Production. Mm-mm. Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. Yeah, what is going on? It is your boys, Matt and Alex, and this is All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, how are you doing? Not too bad today. Uh, big one yesterday with the news of Daft Punk. We might get into that in a moment. But, uh, I mean, the other big news coming out of South Australia, Matt, uh, the first fine has been dished out. Someone breaking the cat curfew. What? Apparently in Mount Barker, between 8pm and 7am, your cats aren't allowed outdoors. Is this a COVID thing or is this just like a... No, it's just cats being pests. So this cat was urinating on a neighbour's children's toys, had a, had a word to them, stopped for a bit, but it was back. So like, sorry, fine. Oh, what? Because one cat pisses on some toys, suddenly all the cats can't party? That's a bit... (laughs) Sydney lockout laws, Mark 2.0. Yeah, lockout laws because of some idiot. Oh, that sucks. Um, So cat curfews indoors, but, you know, good for the native animals. Cats aren't very good for that, so keeping them uh, away at night, not hunting any bilbies. Wow, okay. Well, look, keep your cats indoors if you are in uh, that part of South Australia. But otherwise, if you're anywhere else... Let them loose, because we got Andy Lee on the show. That's right. He's going to be hosting a brand new show called The Cube. I am The Cube. Oh! Thousand balls going to be released. One of them's white. You have to catch it. Oh! I've always thought fourth time lucky is a much better saying. <laughs> the Cube isn't your average skill tester. Because every reward... Has a risk. Once you're in there, you're either heading out with nothing or twenty thousand dollars. Yes, they are, and it's quite incredible because Matt, it's one of those shows where finally chumps like you and I could do it. I watched the very first episode; it is out tonight, and I tell you what, I am loving it. I can't wait to uh, maybe even get a few tips or tricks from Andy about how to complete some of these things, but also hear about how it all how it was all filmed and what to expect. That's it. So pop your cats in a cube. And let's get started, shall we? <laughs> you know, just meshing those two together, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats in the Cube, I get it. Yep. Cats in the Cube, Andy Lee's the host. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, you know, our parents used to talk about where they know exactly where they were when they first heard of people landing on the moon. Yep. Or pretending to. <laughs> And <laughs> and um, and I remember where I first was when I heard of Daft Punk. Oh, really? Right? I remember lying on the couch yep. watching TV, video hits. You know, mm. Saturday morning. I was morning. more of a rage man, but yeah, video uh, hits. I know right. video hits had the ads, <laughs> <laughs> but it was and, on later. That's the trick. And they cut the front and end off. I a know. Lot of the why things. did they do that? I don't know. Can can we get someone for video hits in here to tell us why they do that? But I think anyway. what I think what video hits did do that rage didn't is they tagged the end of the video front as end. well. I did talk to that someone was, at Rage about that. We, we and have they discussed said, this. Yeah, and they <laughs> said we genuinely have looked into doing it. It is. The amount of videos we have, and it is genuinely impossible to put stuff on the end. They, well, I would love to. It's actually... It's just too hard. It's a logistical um, But I remember hearing around the world, I remember thinking, mm. garbage. <laughs> I just did not... I was like, what is this crap? These idiot robots walking around, just someone repeating, around the world, around the world. I was like, this is... Give me some more boys to men, please, because <laughs> oh, this man. is awful. Well, I cannot believe behold, you're admitting that. 
t- uh, twenty years later, you know, yeah. some fest at some festival or at some you know some nightclub and that comes on, you're like, mm. jam. Well, we are talking Daft Punk because the news did come out yesterday that Daft Punk are calling it a day. Pretty low key sort of end to their musical career. They did some incredible albums. Feels weird, doesn't it? It feels weird living in a world with no Daft. I was talking well, to. Well, no, a f- I mean, it was just. It feels weird that they had just announced it like that. Like, there's no like good. There's no John Farnham goodbye tour. Yeah. No, oh, this is our last album. Just like a, you know what? Yeah, just a meh. Not doing I mean, it. Someone, some a friend yesterday said to me, it's like, oh, it's weird. Can you call it quits after not making music for eight years? This is when Random Access Memories came out, and I said. Well, you know, a lot of people get divorced when they haven't had sex for a long time, so it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes, makes, perfect makes, sense. Uh, makes perfect sense that this is the way it would happen. But, um, yeah, I remember watching um, Da Funk on Rage with a dog, that, a human dog on crutches walking around oh, with a, with a video cast clip? on their leg. Just absolutely besotted yes. by this thing, which is absolutely remarkable. But then um, one of... <laughs> One of the rough things about yesterday, a lot of Daft Punk can go. Actually, I on um I listened to Nile Rogers, the you know absolutely iconic musician who did the Get Lucky and um lose yourself to da- dance guitar with them, but also you know did Chic, David Bowie's Let's Dance. Like he's he was on Clubhouse, the mm. new app with Disclosure and Zane Lowe chatting about Daft Punk finishing up. And that was super interesting. Noel Rogers talking about how those such low-key guys at a part, they'd go to a party and no one would know who they were, you know, because helmets Incredible. off and whatever and just super low-key. The bad thing about yesterday was I did get a lot of people posting about how incred- absolutely incredible the last time Daft Punk toured Australia was 2007, a live tour. They mashed everything up. People saying it was the best light show they've ever seen. The music, the musicality that they were able to do of all their songs was absolutely pristine. And that kind of stuck a dagger in me because I had I had tickets to what? that show. You could have seen Daft Punk 2007. Well, I, was, I was working at Triple J then and I, I scored two ticks to that show. I gave them to a friend and went and... Went to Daniloquin, New South Wales to catch up with my girlfriend because she was, she invited me up there. Daniloquin? Why did you go to Daniloquin? That's where she lived. Actually, she lived an hour, an hour north of Daniloquin on the Hay Plains. You could have been, where, where, where were you, where, where were you? I could have been at the, playing? the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl watching Daft Punk, um, which as I found out yesterday is people, most people's best live music moment of all time. And um, I had two free tickets and I gave them to a friend and went to Daniloquin. <laughs> Speaking of daft punk, that is a daft thing to do, my man. That is oh man. So I have regrets, <laughs> and now they're not a band anymore. So there's no coming back from that. <laughs> anyway, my friends went and they had a great time. Um, what was Daniloquin like? What happened when you were in the Hay Plains of above well, Daniloquin? Daniloquin famous for the Denny Ute muster, um, which you know, from all accounts, is an incredible live show. show oh, I tell well. you what, you muster must have had bloody rocks in your head, you idiot. <laughs> Missing out on Daft Punk. Hey, nah. you said it first, man. The just repetitive crap. <laughs> Bays before raves. You know, that's what I say. Bays before raves. Anyway, um, Valo Daft Punk gave us some great music. And I'm, I'm sh- the, I, the thing I'm hoping from this is, you know, um, Stardust Music Sounds Better With You, which yeah. was done with a little bit of um, Pixie Dust from Daft Punk. I'm hoping a few more, more of those sort of side collabs come out because that song Here's actually a question. slaps. Why would you even retire? No one knows who you are. 
Hire two schmucks straight out of buddy music school, Ooh. DJ school, chuck a helmet on them and get them out there earning some goddamn money for you. Oh, I don't, I don't think we could comprehend how much money they could make from that. <laughs> Wait, why don't we become Daft Punk? Shut up. <laughs> exactly. Oh my Are you hearing God. me? Couple of well, helmets. Me and Tom Ballard got some helmets and launched because they Daft Punk launched their album in We Ward, New South Wales. Mm. Then me and Tom launched our album with Daft Punk helmets in Woi Woi, New South Wales. It's a little <laughs> on the same night. Wasn't as good so, as it was just a spoken word album and Woi well, Woi wasn't ready for that. But <laughs> <laughs> as soon as COVID finishes, mate, we're gonna be the bloody world's biggest Daft Punk tribute band. Well, if you. <laughs> If you, well, I guess you can't get any more because they're not live gigs, but if you Google Claptone live dates, right? You know, Claptone yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. With the Producer sort of from gold, sort Europe. of long nosed mask. Yeah. You'll be, you look through on the website and you're like, hang on, some of these are on the same night on different <laughs> continents. You know why? You know why? Two different dudes, same mask, double dipping. <laughs> so. If we take that concept, Matt and Alex, Daft Punk, Squillions. First stop of the tour, Daniloquin, New South Wales. <laughs> coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Not kind, there's two types of people in this world. <laughs> oh, don't I know it. There are people with common sense, with civility, mm. who on their desktop screens, they have only the files and folders they need. Oh, don't. And then there's Do people not. like me <laughs> whose desktop screen no, is an no. absolute maelstrom no. of random <laughs> files, Why? screenshots, folders, Why, man? old bank statements, an image of Ch Victoria Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton when he was young. What? How do you live with yourself, man? I don't know. I looked at it. It's like, I need one of these people. You know these TV shows where they go around and clean up hoarders' houses? I need someone to come and do that to my desktop. And the Does... problem is, if you look at the top corner of this desktop, there's a folder that says desktop because Wood saw it one day and went, well, that's a abysmal. She put everything from the desktop in a single folder that said desktop and I've, I've got to done it again. I've got it filled up a new desktop. Oh, my desktop. God. So this is this is round two. <laughs> so I need to put all of this in a folder that says desktop two oh and start my. from you scratch. You should hang your head in shame, it's bro. It's not sustainable. It's Does not it, sustainable. Do any, okay, ask yourself this. Do any of those file icons spark joy? All right? Because I don't think any of them do. Um that oh, file that says... All day that breakfast says, logo, that's, that sparks joy. That's me and you. You're the sort of person that has... A plane ticket that they needed for four years ago, just sitting on the <laughs> desktop still. I've got a screenshot of uh, Catherine Ryan's show, The Duchess, because we interviewed Steen Raskopoulos from there one time, but I couldn't get into the sh the thing and I tried to I took a screenshot so I could show the Netflix people what was wrong and why I couldn't access. And so that's on your desktop? It's on my desktop right now, cogging up space. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why do you do that? When you when you when you get the opportunity to save something, when it says save as, the words desktop in yeah. that first file, yeah. that is I immediately say no. 
That is the last place I want to save it. But it's so convenient. It's right there. It is not convenient. Yeah. Because as soon as you download the next thing, you're just adding it to a whole bunch of other things. Oh, you make me sick. I'm actually, I'm almost, I am going to, I am going to, I feel like being sick from my mouth and my sick will still be cleaner than your desktop. I got I got the version of Not All Karens that we sung. That was a good song. I got the video version there on the desktop. Yeah, it was a great song. And it belongs in a file that goes C colon slash documents slash Matt and Alex breakfast slash songs slash Not All Karens. But how, how many? That's so deep no, in sorry, the folders. No, sorry, I forgot one more folder. 2020 <laughs> slash Not All Karens. Are you you're saying you're one of the other people? Oh, I slash. I put more slashes in my file addresses than buddy Freddy Krueger. Certain <laughs> certain kitchen homeware stores slash their prices. That's me. <laughs> well, what do I do, mate? Because it's all good. I know I've got a problem, and that's the first step. Okay, what do yes. I do? Okay, I, I think it's great. Woods Woods tried to do something that, but I don't think the the file of desktop. Yeah, it's, it's it just encourages you. Yeah, to go again. To, it's a bad to do it again. Wound. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to you need to first the first place to stop is downloads folder. Okay, that is just your first point of call. Oh, it's so like I airdrop myself so many photos that they just anything just goes all the way down the bottom. Man, I don't know, man. Okay, just you know one what? more. I can I just put one more <laughs> screenshot on the desktop, man? Please, <laughs> please, man. Just how one many more. memes are Seriously, there? Seriously, just one how more. many memes are there? <laughs> There's a couple. <laughs> no, it's. I got the Facebook cover photo that I used when I ran for parliament that time on there. That's so. Yeah, that's that's a really that's something you want to remember. Yeah, I know it's right there. I get to see it every day. Oh my god! My you don't want to look at it every day like that. <laughs> anyway, do you um, have a wardrobe at all, or do you just thrust your clothes into your bedroom just willy nilly? Wardrobe. Do you have? Well, I should. Do you have? I you share have, a room with Woods, and so I. But this this laptop is all mine, baby. So do you it's have? Just what, what's in your kitchen? All. Do you have a place to put the food in your kitchen, or do you just do you just leave a bag of flour and some oil and some soy sauce just on the floor? Just as you walk in, you just lay it out on the floor. But otherwise, it's it's just a blank space. Ah, you're killing me, man. Well, let us know what of the two type of people you are. Are you like myself and, you know, just, just a real free thinker and can just use the desktop to full advantage? Are you like Matt and you're like living your life in a box? I want to know how organized you are. Tell me how many, fo- like, tell me the sort of structure you put into your, your home computer. Or tell us about your chaos. <laughs> tell us about <laughs> your absolute pigsty of a computer. Um, please let us know, um, but we'll see what happens. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kind, very, very excited to be welcoming our next guest to the radio. You may know him from Guess Whom, which has been on the television recently. He's part of Australia's second favourite uh, podcast duo, <laughs> the first one being uh, the girls from Shameless. I think we're at 13. <laughs> but he's hosting a brand new show on Channel 10 tonight. It's the premiere of The Cube on the 24th, 7.30pm on 10, and he's here to tell us all about it, Mr Andy Lee. Hello. Matt, Alex, nice to be in here. I understand I'm only the second in-person interview 
on the Matt and Alex show uh, in this true. new incarnation uh, on the podcast. And uh, Delta pips me again. Yeah, yeah. you got pipped yeah. by Delta, man. I mean, and I know that you asked, you've been asking to come in studio f- since we started. You yeah. said, please, <laughs> exactly. please. And we said, not no. until Delta's yeah. graced the chairs here. And first, Goodrum okay? gets it. Tantrum for me, Goodrum <laughs> for her. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. But that's okay. It's nice to be here. And thank you very much for joining us because I'm very excited to be finally having a show mm. which has slower motion than the tennis. <laughs> it is, it's bullet time television. It's quite incredible, the cube, but it's it's so incredible. I love mundane things, mm. getting the full treatment, and this That's is... exactly what this is. Absolutely it's- mystifying. So, I mean, for people who may tune in tonight at 7.30, we have 140 cameras on this thing and full bullet time oh cameras like they did in The Matrix. And I always feel like... Um, it makes up for the host's deficiencies. The more cameras, the worse the host, probably. So you can see you can see Channel 10's kind of faith in me that the fact that they've gone, we've got 130, we're going to need 10 more, I think, yeah. just because we've got this guy hosting. But essentially, and I talked to Haim about this, obviously, with Lego Masters, we're talking about our different shows and helping each other out. And his show, like they, their last um, build, I think it's like 27-hour build. And so his whole show is about something that takes really long and trying to cut it down to something short. And our whole show is the opposite. It's something that takes a split second and trying to create a minute out of it by 55 angles and seeing super slow-mo as the cameras rip around and you have that whole, oh, my God, that looks unreal. The thing that I love about the Cube, because I I turned it on and I was like, you know, I wonder how much I'm going to be able to watch this. I was cancelling stuff to watch to get to the end. I was like, I I absolutely need to know whether this guy is going to get that little silver ball up onto the little magnet at the top. Yeah. And like the thing I love about it is that every, this is most of the, like a lot of the reality shows, game shows you see on TV, you watch it because you can't do it. Yep. You know, mm. I can't cook a crock and bush. Yes. So I watch the pros <laughs> do it. That attitude. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, so, so I like, I, that's why I watch it. Whereas this, I'm sitting on the edge going, of course I can step over a piece of string holding two, you know, carrots yeah. on my nose. And, and it's just like an every man's thing. Did you feel like really excited Absolutely. to try and do all these? Absolutely. And you're spot on. Every game is designed to sit down and go, I could totally do that. Mm. Um, you don't have to be fit, which is great. Because I watch Ninja Warrior and go, oh, it'd be cool to be able to do that. Yes. Um, but that's a full-time job to actually get an opportunity to do to, to do that. Do you get to practice before the contestants have a go at these so challenges? So I went out with my girlfriend and played them all because I really right. wanted to get an idea of the feel of it all. Mm. And um, that was regretful at times because similar to when you try to play board games with your partner, uh, <laughs> something's going wrong. <laughs> the bickering can start. Or, yeah. And so um, Beck and I had some success and some failures. There was one catching game, which was pre- pretty intense, essentially – it's a two-player game and there's four little cannons set up in the corners of the cube and balls fire out. You don't know when are they going to go off and you've got to catch all four balls to get, oh, to get out of there. Goodness me. And Remind me of the cricket drills where they throw the ball on that <laughs> yeah, sort of angled yeah, thing and the go anywhere in the slips. So, um, and Beck, Beck did struggle with that one and after five goes at it, the, uh, the producer said, hey, we do have to test other games today. It's not just about you guys. <laughs> so we Fair moved enough. on. But she came out and she, she uh, there's a game called Loop 
which um, I mean, if any of you had had Hot Wheels cars where you had the loop where you used yeah. to send, you know, the Matchbox car. I mean, up. that was all I ever wanted growing up. Yeah, honestly. I never a had loopy, a loop the loop car but, thing. But boy, did the kid Johnny Burns have a lot of friends that had he he had one and he had a lot of friends <laughs> because of it because the loop was the best. But there is a game that's set up like that. It is a loop. You got a silver ball. You got to send it around the loop with the exact amount of pressure to land it in a cute a little box at the oh, end. And I was that's a, tough. I was addicted to it. I just loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's one of those things where everyone, they're like, hey, can we do a, a tech rehearsal now? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah just one more second, <laughs> yeah. please. Yeah. You get to work early and stuff. You're like turning up an hour early just to loop. Yeah. <laughs> and how do the contestants handle the pressure? Because these are, you know, everyday Australians. Yep. They're going in there. But it is, I remember in school, you'd say, you finish your apple and you go, oi. How much you pay me if I chuck this in the bin from yes. across the room? That is and it. the answer in the show is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. I will pay you that much yeah, exactly. to do this. Small you went to thing. a really wealthy school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Just Packer and Murdoch at their own private school. Oh yeah, cool. Um, you're spot on. And the games are about composure more than they are about skill. Mm. Um, I, there was, I think it's the Navy SEALs. You guys might correct me, but there's a slogan that said that they, they use over there for the SAS, the Armed Forces: "Slow is smooth, and smooth is fast." And it's about Ooh. being smooth with every movement you make and being precise rather than being erratic and trying to blitz it. Yep. And that's pretty much the key to all the games. For anyone who's going to go for, at it for season two, people faltered when they got ahead of themselves or they just weren't precise. And we had a 70-year-old grandma play with her grandson. Ooh. And as soon as they walked up the race, you know, it's – Forgive me, but I'm sitting here going, oh, yeah, these guys won't last long. Cute. Now, I, guess we, I guess we get some TV cute points, but besides that, I'll, I'll prepare my bad luck. You walked away with nothing speech. Yeah. But they aced it, and Connie, the, the grandma, was just dead calm the entire time. Mm. The grandson, 21-year-old, 20, was trembling, but she just had her stuff together, and I really loved watching that, and I think that's a big part of the show if, if people can hold their composure. Oh man, it's so it's so exciting! I can't wait to watch more episodes. The first episode is out tonight. It is called The Cube. It's with Andy Lee, who we are speaking to, and it premieres tonight, Wednesday, February twenty fourth at seven thirty p.m. on ten. On ten, yeah, that's thanks, it. Lads. Um, Andy, before we let you go, mm. earlier in the show, we I said to Matt that there are two types of people in this world. Yeah. Uh, there's people who have their desktop on their computer yes. in a very well organized. Um, very well-organized place. Yes. A minimal amount of icons, you know, the, the essentials, your browser, your email. And, and that's then there's people it. like me, Andy. Now I'm showing you what my current laptop oh. desktop looks contain, like. Contain your rage, Andy. Contain now, your disgust. Last time we talked to you, you were on Zoom in your home. Yes. Uh, we were talking about your incredible book. Excuse um, me. But we I saw thought, your cupboard. Yes. And yeah. it was pretty well organized. How's your desktop look? It's ordered. Yep. It's very ordered. <laughs> There'll be days where, you know, you might have to sign a document, uh, electronically sign it and save it to desktop before it heads off to, uh, on sure. an email somewhere. And I will delete those within four or five hours after I've sent them off. There's mm -hmm. no way that I'll have a messy desktop. <laughs> and if there's some things that, no, that just gives me hives. Look at <laughs> I promise you that is an absolute upset, Andy, for anyone who Goodness listens me. to the Hamish That should podcast. be the next the next cube challenge should be Alex Dyson cleaning his desktop in 30 <laughs> well, seconds. You can see the top the top corner there <laughs> is a folded named desktop, desktop because it was, old one? it was like that and my girlfriend yes. said, this is terrible. <laughs> Chuck it all in a folder called desktop and it's it's happened again. There was a moment where there's a game in the cube where there's a, um, say if it's a two-player game, you guys were both in there. There's a line down the middle 
and there is a, a button in the middle of the cube. But when they lined up, they, they were rushing that day and they lined it up and the little button in the middle wasn't in the middle. It was just sitting <laughs> off the middle. And I was having conniptions. <laughs> I really needed it to be central. And so they're like, okay, we're ready to go. I said, guys, I'm really sorry about this, but I'm not ready to go. That is not central. Now, is that in your job description as host to be doing these sort of no, things? No, I shouldn't be doing that. I should be concentrating on what I meant to say next. But, yeah, that gives you an idea of the level of order that I quite like. Okay, good. Well, um, I will... Take Please. that photo away well, from me. Well, I mean, it's your place. You yep. can, you, yep. but, but if that was a joint place, um, you and I would not be able to co- <laughs> cohabitate. That's fair enough. The recycle well, bin is your friend, Alex Dyson. Okay, right. use it, empty do. it. I'll see what I can do. Uh, Andy Lee, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for coming in. Love the show, guys. And, Congrats uh, on it. Thank you so much. We'll catch you later. You yeah. too. On your the first step of your uh, 2021 podcast season, Hamish and Andy podcast. Yeah, is next out. week. Next, next week. week. So next, listen next in. Yeah, cheers, yeah. Guys. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. Now, Matt, we have heard the saying, cat's got your tongue. Um, fortunately, yesterday should have been changed to bird's got your tongue because we, that's we read the news story of a gentleman. I was trying to remember. I knew what we were about to talk about, but I was like, why are we talking about birds having stolen things? <laughs> well, oh, that's right, tongue guy. Yeah, there's a guy in Edinburgh um, had his tongue bitten off by a, by a person and a seagull swooped down and picked it up. <laughs> Flew off with it. We and it's not funny. But no, occasionally no, no. no. Occasionally birds do these sort of things, you know, and we wanted to ask you. I had a bloody bacon and egg roll eaten out of my hands by an ibis. I'm hold, I'm holding it in my hands, Matt. And this ibis comes and steals it from me. Anyway, yeah. so we asked you, what's a bird stolen from you? And uh Georgia's got in touch with us. G'day, Georgia. Hey, how are you? Really good, Thank thanks. You, Georgia. Now, uh, tell us where you were, what you were doing, and what you got stolen by. I was minding your own business. I would have thought <laughs> so, yeah. what you were My doing. My story is also Ibis related. Oh, oh I- those Ibis. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Sydney in Circular Quay. I'd just gotten a lovely double cheeseburger meal, and I was mid eating my ch- double cheeseburger and I just I was walking there was like so many people around as well which makes it so much worse I was just walking cheeseburger in hand and uh I felt like something hit the side of my head and it just flashed just like flashed before my eyes and the ibis's wings had like clipped the side oh. of my head you got mugged the- that's actually <laughs> what happened you didn't just ibis <laughs> dead set mugged you <laughs> That is awful. It, it stole the double cheeseburger straight from my hands. Oh, my God. What is wrong with these birds? They have no fear. Um, you're both, They're gross, and I'm so embarrassed. You're one of the most beautiful parts of Australia. There's a lot of cameras around there. Did any tourists sort of start taking photos of you? I hope, I got out of there so quickly. I just pretended like it didn't happen and paced out of there. What's well, the never, oh, that's like, a shame. I've never told anyone the story. It's so embarrassing. But just a I'm donation to the Ibis. I mean, you said it was a meal, double cheeseburger meal. Did you at least get away with the chips and the, yes, you know, yeah, did you have a chip. McFlurry as well there or something? No, just the chips and the drink were saved. It was just the uh, the best part, which is oh, the, man. the cheeseburger. The worst part for mine was the people around you. You just feel so humiliated <laughs> by this Ibis. <laughs> Especially anyway. when your hand so is dirty. still in the yeah. your hand is still in the cheeseburger formation. <laughs> like the fingers are still 
perched like that and then it's just gone. Just frozen in position. <laughs> oh, that's it. Well, thank you for breaking your silence on that, George. We appreciate yeah, you no talking worries. to us. And uh, I'll see you at the um, the the support group meeting um, next time. I'll be there. Thank, thank you. Thank you. The uh, IBIS victim support group uh, meeting every Tuesday. Brendan, um, you're, you've given us a call and your story also happened at Circular Key in Sydney? Yep, obviously plenty of chumps around there for the birds to practice on. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, sitting ducks you are. <laughs> Everyone walking around. With, was there, yours a burger as well? Sure was, walking out of oh. the Maccas at Circular Key. So oh, you're you kidding, had- mate. These this- guys, you know what I reckon they're doing? They're probably hired by Maccas. They swoop yeah. in, grab your burger, <laughs> drop it straight back to the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to get, to get was there something about the cheeseburger they must like, I tell you. <laughs> was it an ibis? It was not an ibis. I copped a, actually, I copped a tag team from Seagulls. Oh, oh. bloody hell. <laughs> what, the old one too? Look over here and then. You're like, was exactly. why is that seagull wearing a top hat and dancing? <laughs> Next thing you know, his mates come around the back and stole the burger. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much exactly. I'd have taken about five, six steps out of the front door, had my cheeseburger in my left hand. This uh, seagull swooped in front. I sort of leant to the right, but my hand sort of flew out to the left. And then another seagull's come from behind to just take it out of my hand. Boom, one clean sweep, and he was gone. Usually a little shoe gets them away, but they're just getting too. They're getting too. They're getting cocky, aren't they? Yeah, it's the survival of the fittest, and the fittest just come and take it out of your cold, dead hands. Exactly. I didn't get a chance to shoot just before I know it's just sort of duck and then bang, gone. And I, was, oh, I wasn't even mad, to be perfectly honest. I was actually quite impressed. If yeah, that's it. Do they even leave you quite, with a pickle? You no, know? not a thing. It was literally in one swoop. And I, I literally could just stand there frozen watching this seagull fly <laughs> off of my burger. Oh my by the time I turned around, it was lunchtime at, in Circular Keys. So there was about 100 people lining up at the Maccas by then. I was like, well, oh, well, <laughs> on with my day. <laughs> Oh, goodness me. What a dreadful story, Brenda. But we thank you very much for uh, calling us. We'll talk to you soon, man. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, A couple of texts as well on the uh, Insta inbox. Katie got in touch saying a seagull once tried to steal my toe, thinking it was a chippy. I felt violated. (laughs) Imagine just a seagull pecking your toe. In the open shoes, in the thongs, and suddenly just (laughs) snatching the pinky. Youch. Uh, another one, um, Jess says, a kookaburra once stole a long strip of bacon off a public barbecue at the beach from me. Oh, just when you were getting it nice and crispy. Yep, away it goes. I had, I had a kookaburra rash. doing something, steal a rasher from me at one point. Oh. And, the, and the worst part, it's getting, it sits up on the tree. And because it thinks it's a snake, it starts whacking the rasher on the tree <laughs> just to give it a little bit of extra pound, a bit of tenderizing. <laughs> anyway, um, let us know. What's a bird stolen from you? All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Yes, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. Really appreciate your ears on this little podcast. We'll catch you tomorrow for a big show. Thanks to Andy Lee for hanging out with us. Yeah, um, check out The Cube. It is out tonight on Channel 10, 7.30. One of the best in the biz, so that's awesome. Um, we're going to catch you tomorrow, and we're going to leave you right now with the two gentlemen from Daft Punk coming up with the name of their hit single, Around the World. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Okay, I've written around the world what should be the next lyric. Um, um, what about um, in 80 days? Around the world in 80 days. Mm. 
I don't think it works. It's already been done, hasn't it? Yes. What about, because uh, once you go around the world, you get back to the same spot. Yeah. What about around the world? Wait for your luggage. Yes, you know, yes. When you, get off the, when you get off the plane, you wait for your luggage. Around the world. Wait for your luggage. Around the world. But how, how about we, we go again? Lots of, lots of frequent flyer points. <laughs> Around the world. Collect your frequent flyer points. No? Could I get no layovers in Singapore, please? <laughs> it's a big airport. You have to walk so much. You get like, you, you see T5 on your one ticket and then T1, you have to catch like, you have to catch like a plane just to get to the other terminal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Au revoir. Hey, Au revoir. We, we not, we're not great at the accents. Don't come, <laughs> don't come for us. Okay. I just got thrown on the bloody spot there. Alex Dyson's like, suddenly I'm having to do a French accent. I don't know. I'm well, prepare for this. Uh, our French listeners joining our Jamaican listeners in... Uh, <laughs> Absolute disgusting. in the line in the complaints department. <laughs> but no, thank you very much. And uh, thank you, Daft Punk, for the music. We'll catch you later. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.